Welcome to Energy Talks, a regular podcast series with expert discussions on power system testing topics. My name is Scott Williams from the podcast team at Omicron, and I will be your host. In this episode, we are going to talk about the importance of safety when testing electrical equipment. We will discuss why accidents still take place and what you can do to make your testing environment as safe as possible and avoid safety issues in the future. In addition, we will learn about specific Omicron safety products, how they can help you when it comes to safe testing, as well as what Omicron does to communicate about the importance of safety and recommended procedures. With me is David Gopp. He is a safety expert and the product manager responsible for the safety of electrical testing equipment at Omicron. Hello, David. Welcome to Energy Talks. Hi, Scott. Thanks for having me here. Also with me is Leah Tum, who specializes in safety communications at Omicron. Hello, Leah. Hi, Scott. Thanks for having me in this episode. Thank you both again for being here. David, let me start with you. Safety is clearly something everyone performing tests on high-voltage equipment considers, but why do accidents still occur? That's a very interesting question, Scott. So maybe if I elaborate a bit, so basically a distinction can be made between system safety and product safety. Product safety has improved constantly over the past years, if not decades. One reason for this is the various standards that have been established or improved and developed over the past years. And usually the norms and standards reflect the state of the art. Using measurement equipment that reflects the state of the art in safety or is better minimizes the risk of accidents. The factor that should not be neglected under any circumstances is the human factor. The man is always part of this chain. It's a human to make mistakes. However, mistakes in this environment can be fatal. The risk of accidents can be minimized through, for example, cyclical staff training or proper education for the operators. Mm -hmm. Furthermore, it's very important to apply the five safety rules for the best knowledge and contents. This is is especially important in very stressful situation. For example, when there is time pressure, it is better to take a step back before activating the test equipment and check the test setup. I know that is is often not very easy, particularly if or when you something absolutely has to be finished that today. To sum it up, most accidents happen, especially where there is time pressure or stressful situations. Okay, interesting. What are the main safety issues when performing electrical measurements on high-voltage equipment? As I mentioned earlier, trained personnel compliance with the five safety rules and the use of -of state-of-the-art measuring equipment is an essential factor to ensure safety. If there is any construction work in a a substation or high-voltage equipment, construction workers and trained high-voltage test engineers work almost next to each other. This makes it incredibly dangerous. In summary, if you can imagine the number of people in the measurement area is a risk factor. Another issue is the proper preparation of the device in the test. The five safety routes should be observed at all times. Furthermore, the test area or the danger area should be cleanly separated from the safe area. This can be reinforced, for example, by visual warnings, such as lamps. 
David, could you tell us what are the five safety rules? Yes, of course. So first, disconnect completely. Second, secure against reconnection. Third, verify the installation is dead. Fourth, carry out earthing and short-circuiting. And five, provide protection against adjacent life parts. Okay. Hey, thank you for that. David, what should operators of electrical equipment consider at all times? Yeah, that's that's clearly a, a good question for yeah, high voltage tests, it's recommended to have two or more trained persons on site who are well educated. Of course, it would be ideal if the operators always have the sensors activated and are aware of their surroundings. That is almost impossible. You should take the human being into account. Therefore, measures should be taken, such as a proper enclosure of the test object or a safe danger area. And, of course, visual warnings. Furthermore, Signaling whatever a test is still in progress or has already ended is also extremely important. And finally, when rewiring or troubleshooting anything, always make sure that the five safety rules are observed. Okay. David, what are the key ways that Omicron ensures safety when testing electrical equipment? Yeah, thanks for the question, Scott. It's a very good one. So Omicron always attempts to be um, or to reflect the state of the art in terms of inherent product safety. And if not, to be one step ahead of it. We have both, so software and hardware mechanisms. For example, one hardware mechanism, it detects when the unit is powered from an insufficiently earthed socket or when the unit is not yet earthed via the earthing screw. In terms of software, we have introduced the so-called pre-checks. These carry out plausibility check at much lower voltage. The advantage of this is that the device on the test is not subjected to the full test voltage. If something has not been connected or has been connected incorrectly, it's not a big deal. Furthermore, the software has a very good guidance of the individual's test steps, both the correct circuit diagram for the respective measurement and the individual steps for a safe execution of the test are included. So Omicron also offers our users equipment for increasing the safety awareness. This is, for example, the SA2, which is basically a lamp with red-green indication plus an additional emergency off button. Furthermore, this lamp has, is very flexible due to the four magnets and the three-pot screw. Okay. David, do you have any further recommendations for ensuring electrical testing safety? Yeah, uh, recommendations are always very difficult because they always depend on the local conditions. What can definitely be said is that the environment and the surrounding conditions should be ideally observed very well. I repeat myself all the time in this podcast. Sorry for that. Not because I always do, but this is a very important element. The five safety rules should be followed all the times to ensure the safety. Furthermore, the danger area should be very well separated from the safe area and then and in addition to this, separation could be made visually pretty well with lamps or other accessories. Okay. Thank you, David. Leah, you are one of a team of colleagues responsible for communicating about safety at Omicron. What are some of the ways safety is documented and communicated? There are different ways in which Omicron communicates about safety. For example, you can find different articles or papers on our website. 
Um, we also made it a standard section in our user manuals to inform customers about product and software safety instructions right at the beginning after buying a product. So following these instructions in the user manuals will help you to prevent accidents as well as to avoid unnecessary repair costs or possible downtimes due to incorrect operation. As an add-on, we provide a guided workflow in all our software solutions as well as different manual setups in our products by default. Okay. What are the ways you want to enhance safety communication in the future? It's one of our goals to communicate more about safety-related topics. So we really like the idea to use the Omicron podcast as a chance to reach out more people about this important topic. So thanks again for having us. In addition, we would like to provide users with short videos in the near future that show safety instructions just in a simple way. In addition, we always try to set up our photo locations and image compositions as realistic as possible. So this means that all we have to make sure is that the photos show the necessary safety standards and lead by example to show the importance of this topic every time we make a new photo. Leah, where can our listeners get more information about electrical testing safety at Omicron? So we just launched our new safety landing page where you can get more information about product safety and help us to improve the safety of every product. The URL for the safety landing page is omicronenergy.com forward slash safety. Leah, thanks for that and also for the information. David, let us wrap up with you. Do you have any further recommendations for ensuring electrical testing safety? In summary, it is important to follow the five safety rules and to clearly define the safe and danger area. Nevertheless, my recommendation is to take sometimes a step back and check the test setup and the local conditions again. So stress, time pressure and carelessness are the biggest sources of danger. I know it is not easy to take yourself back in a stressful situation. So maybe the family is already waiting at home for dinner. When it comes to your own well-being, you should not let yourself get too stressed. Okay. Thank you. David and Leah, thank you both very much for telling us about the importance of safety during electrical testing and what Omicron is doing to ensure it. Thank you for giving us the chance to be your guest. Yeah. Thank you for having us in this podcast episode. Thank you both very much again. And a big thank you to our audience for listening to this episode of Energy Talks. We welcome your questions and feedback. Simply send us an email to podcast at omicronenergy.com. Omicron has several years of experience in power system testing and offers you the matching solution for your application. Safety is a priority at Omicron and is built into each and every one of our solutions. Be sure to visit our website for more information at omicronenergy.com. Please join us to listen to the next episode of Energy Talks. Goodbye for now and stay safe, everyone. Mm-hmm.